Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars up above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies And all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? What's going on? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. And today we're going to share with you a webinar that I did on hedging and and futures trading. So without further ado, let's get into it right now. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to hedging and part-time futures day trading. This is my always my attempt at the at the triple Indy. I try to do two things at once, but uh, they are somewhat related. So we'll we'll try to get you as much information. Uh, uh, the bet was on uh, applied materials. Anyways, so um, here we are, and um, we're going to cover futures, hedging, and how to protect your portfolio and how to increase yields and all kinds of good stuff today. Uh, in the meantime, I will answer every question you have, even if it's not necessarily related to what we're talking about today. So hang with me, and I will get to everything, I promise. Uh, we'll look at a lot of charts. We're gonna do a lot, we do a lot of stuff. It's kind of a, it's kind of me freewheeling it. It's stuff that I like to do every day. Uh, uh, so who thought North Korea deal was ever going to happen? I don't know. Anyways, before we get started, I have to give you this disclaimer. So uh, there it is. You can read it for yourself. Uh, it's about options at risk, futures at risk, and blah 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 blah, and all that. But I'll leave it up for five seconds so you you're all fully informed, and you know what it is. In the meantime. Most of you know me, but if you don't know me, I am Todd Bubba Horowitz. I've been doing this for 38 years and I've been a member of all three exchanges. Right now, I'm still a member of the, either the Board of Trade or the Mercantile, whichever you prefer. Uh, I'm the founder and author of uh, Bubba's Guide to Trading Options and Bubba's Guide to Trading Weekly Options. I regularly contribute to Fox Business, CNBC, Bloomberg, BNN, RFDTV, Phoenix TV of China, and Kitco News. I'm on radio show every day, and of course, I was one of the original market makers in the S&P pit, the SPX, which we now know as the S&P. These are just the covers of my books and that picture there. That's me in 1987, October 19th, 1987. That Time magazine happened to have been there. And that's 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 me that when I looked young. <laughs> Anyways, so today we're going to talk about the game of skill, why the rich always make money, the discipline, the Ten Commandments, the math, the plan, hedging futures, and how to take advantage, and all of your questions, of course. So trading in general is a true game of skill, okay? It's like any other game that you could play, whether you are you play gin, gin rummy, backgammon, poker, um, or gin, or, or bridge, excuse me. Those are all mathematical games. Now, it doesn't mean that you will win every single time, but the better player the better trader will win, right? There is no accounting for a bad run or bad luck. But over time, if you follow all the rules and you follow the math, then you will win, okay? It, this, it, this is a pure game of skill and purely based on numbers. Uh, 
The minute you step outside the numbers, the minute you decide that you're smarter than the market is the time that you end up burying your head in the sand and being very upset with yourself because you'll find out that you did not make money because you thought you were smarter than the market. You have to follow the market footprints. They leave them all the time. And if any of you have listened to my daily updates, as bearish as I am, and, and certainly I believe the market's in for a big haircut. I said last week, I said the markets are neutral and most likely going to rally. And they did. And they're really, even with today's sell-off, we're only back at support. So it's not like they're going to the toilet. So remember, try to keep your emotions and your opinion away from all of your trading. Now, why do the rich always make money? Because they continue to buy stock. They can continue to compound their portfolios. They continue to do the things that we're going to talk about today. Because we want you to be among the rich. We want you to be among those who understand how the markets work and how the markets function, how to take advantage of what's given to you. Unlike Bear Stearns is fine. Unlike should I be worried about Bear Stearns? If anybody remembers that, all right, this was done in, in 2008. And then, of course, it was a big scene in the, the movie, The Big Short. And at the end of the day, Bear Stearns wasn't fine. But of course, Everybody was telling you, you re remember that everybody tells you things all the time that are not necessarily true. They are voicing their opinion, which is obviously our right, but they are not using the tools that you're going to see partially today. The first thing you have to, to remember or, or think about is what are your goals and ob objectives? All right. Now, your goals to trade more is your are your goals to protect your long term portfolio are your goals to do a little bit of both? Well, today is going to be a little bit of both, and we're going to help you answer those questions. But one of the first things we always have to know is what we're trying to accomplish. But the only way that we can accomplish that is, is, is discipline. Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. Believe me when I tell you that I have lost more money by being undisciplined over the years 38 years I've been on, I've been either part of the trading floor or on the trading floor. I wish I could be on there now, but unfortunately, they really don't exist anymore except for very little. But at the end of the day, I can tell you, I can give you all the stories of the, the big hits I made, the big home runs I hit from being undisciplined, but they never measure up to the losses that I took from being a wild card. And, and I think this is something that is very important for all of you. It's anybody who's in this industry. The, the biggest failure rate comes from the lack of discipline, the, the lack of not putting yourself in the correct position to be successful. Now, we talk about the Ten Commandments of trading in general. Number one is always protect your capital. You know, if you're, in, if you're a, a self-employed person, or if you're in your own business, right, your inventory is your, is, your, is your capital. Same thing. Cash is your capital in this business. You got to protect that. That's always got to be taken care of because if you don't have it, you have no inventory, you have no business. So when we get to the futures section, we always use a stop loss. In our hedging, we use no stop losses because the positions are designed to have built-in stops. They are they are not they don't need any protection. You always want to cut your losses short when you have the opportunity. There's there's no reason to continue to bang something in and bang your head against the wall. You know, when you, this is one of the biggest faults that many people have is they buy a stock that they wanted to invest in. Okay. Like say a Facebook, 
back when it was $35 or $40. The stock immediately went to 50. And of course, even though they want to invest in it, they say, oh, I'm going to take the money. They take the profit. And of course, that stock is $185 today versus you bought GE as a trade a number of years ago. And, you, and it went against you and you said, well, I think I'll put that in my investment portfolio. Well, how would those results have worked out over time? And again, I'm giving you two extremes, but it happens all the time. Do not mix trading and investing together. They don't belong together. And that's that's something that you have to always remember is a trade to trade and investments and investment. And if you mix the two, you're not going to be a happy camper. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bob Horowitz, and we're sharing a webinar with you on futures and on hedging. And don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. And, of course, don't forget about the Sporting Edge as well uh, and Crypto Investor X. And, of course, the biggest thing, don't forget about Bubba's Daily Update, which is available to you for free. All you have to do is go to uh, bubbatrading.com, fill out the little box that pops up, and each and every day, I'll send you my views of the market, what happened that day, and what I expect to happen tomorrow. This is the Bubba Show, Top Bubba Horowitz. We're going to step out here for a break and come back with more of our Futures and Hedging webinar after the break. The Bubba Show, Top Bubba Horowitz. We're coming right back to you. Trade what you see, not what you think. It's always about watching the markets. That's what it tells you. The, the charts leave a footprint. You can, have, you can use all the fundamental analysis you want, but at the end of the day, the markets move on technicals. All right? and, and, and if I need to remind you of that, we can just simply sneak back to 2011 I believe it was when Apple was around 700 or maybe it was 13, whatever year it was when they had the special ticker for Apple, it was $700. It was going to the moon. And I happened to have been on Bloomberg in September that year when Apple had the biggest record quarter earnings in history. All right. And everybody was, Oh my God, we're going to a thousand. It's going to, and they came to me and they said, what do you think? I said, well, here I'd probably be a seller company's a good company. I think they're going to be fine. But technically they look like they're ready to break down. And of course, a 50% haircut down to 350. Now it's back over a thousand. But had you been following the technicals and you hadn't had a position there, you probably would have waited to buy in until it got to a better level. Never chase your losses. Never average down. Keep good records. Part of being successful in this business is the ability to go back and relook at a trade. And whether or not you did the right thing, you know, just because you make money doesn't make it a good trade. And just because you lost money doesn't make it a good trade. Maintain your discipline. Keep it simple. Plan your trade and trade your plan. Okay. As we said, it's always about the mathematics of the markets. Right? Trading is a numbers game. Standard deviations are a way to grab an edge. Now, if you've ever followed or watched the Bollinger Bands, John Bollinger, who started out on, believe it or not, it was FNN back in the day before it became CNBC, built uh, this model that was based on mathematical calculations because the markets, believe it or not, <clears throat> like everything else, they work on mathematical progressions, right? If you've ever heard the terms Fibonacci or all these other numbers out there, at the end of the day, none of that's as important just to understand that when the markets get stretched one way, they're probably going to go the other way, which is why when we have a major meltdown, 
in the morning sometimes I'll send out an email before the market's opening say don't panic relax there's a better chance that the markets will make a comeback at least give you a better exit than trying to puke it out or panic on the opening what do you say doctor all right so remember this is a math game and you don't have to be calculus uh, you just have to understand simple math okay now what ties into the math and what ties into what we call universal price are, are what's known as the phases of the markets. The markets go into basically three phases, and these are continually going all the time. Whether you're looking at a four-minute chart to a monthly chart, the phases of the markets always play. All right? Now, every market is born out of consolidation or congestion which means that nobody knows where the market's going. It's, it's churning back and forth, going to, to making double tops, making double bottoms, trying to figure out which way it's going to go, okay? After the markets figure in consolidation, they will then eventually break out to a trend. Now, that breakout could be up. That breakout can be down. Nobody knows. But we can certainly get a good general idea when we're watching and looking at the math of the market. So the market will then eventually break out to the trend and it can trend for a day, a week, a month, a year. I mean, it depends on what time frame you're watching. But if you look at the, the longer term charts, I mean, we've been trending uh, higher basically in the, in the Dow for almost 10 years. OK, and if you just take a look on a long term chart. And what do you see? You see the markets that have trended higher, all right? And of course, the phases that we talk about often are always there. The markets work in consolidation and work their way up. And again, they can go up or down. But what one thing we know as a mathematical certainty for 150 years at least is that the markets go up about 8% year over year. They just don't go up every year, 8%. Now, here is a perfect example of a consolidation pattern. Market is making double bottoms, double tops, going churning back and forth in between. It finally broke out. Here's the breakout. So now what are we waiting for? So either it's going to hold support here and continue higher, and eventually it will have what we call a blow-off pattern, which is when price and time become meaningless. <clears throat> and if, if, if the blow-off blow is to the upside is where greed kicks in, and if it's the downside, it's where panic or fear or puking kicks in. So we just take a look back and we can see a clear blow off on January 26th or 29th on this very chart of this very index. I just have to find the right time. I hate the way they changed this platform. So now I always got to figure it out. It used to be much easier for me, but I'll find it. <laughs> I think. Oh, here we go. That's what I want. Okay. Now, this was a pure blow-off right in here, okay? Markets were on heavy volume, everything happened, and of course, the markets fell apart. We came all the way down, and we've been consolidating basically ever since, since about May, ever since about April. But again, that's the phases of the market. That is how the markets function over and over and over again. Now, we always want to have understand a trading plan. So the first thing is your risk control, how much capital, what percentage of risk is your capital, percentage of loss per trade, control losses, 
right, what are you going to, what trade, what style are you going to take? Now, we, I personally trade multiple styles. I trade, I invest, I trade longer term or swing trading, and I do day trading as well. Those are things you have to decide as you get down to it. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit about all of it. And of course, the long-term protection. And then understand what your exit is going to be. Your sound is somewhat choppy. Uh, well, I can't help that. It is what it is. If it's choppy for you, I apologize. But there's uh, nothing I can do as far as I can see. The sound is very clear. And again, I can't say that you're hearing it clearly. I apologize. But I can't fix it now. I'm, I'm in the middle and it is what it is. Okay. So what we say is financial freedom is just ahead. And that starts with hedging your portfolio. Okay. Now, how do you hedge your portfolio? Well, the first thing is, you know, we've all been taught about being diversified. If I told you that you could, you could buy one stock and hedge that alone by itself, then you don't have to be diversified. If I told you that I can cut your, I can show how to cut your risk down to less than two or 3%, no matter what happens in the market, and that you could compound your portfolio and be buying the bottoms instead of puking at the bottom like everybody else does. You could actually be buying down there with money that you made by hedging your portfolio. I think that might it might interest you. So you can you don't need to be diversified if you understand how to hedge because diversification is done to 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 cut down on volatility. Well, by learning how to hedge your portfolio, you're immediately uh you immediately cut down on your volatility in your portfolio. So and that's something that we, we, we always try to, to work on is <laughs> diversification is an old style, uh, the way we've always done things, the, the uh, type of uh, investing versus if you can hedge a portfolio, you could buy one stock. You could buy Facebook and just hedge it and know exactly what your potential risk is and never have to sell it unless you chose because you're always protected to the downside. You're always taking in premium. And I've got many, many stories that I can tell you about people that have, I have one guy who actually uh, bought a thousand shares of Facebook at a hundred dollars. He's now got, because of the methods we use, he's now got 1400 shares. Okay. Of Facebook uh, and has made obviously a lot of money. And that's the key because you don't have to get out so you can stay with the growth and compound that portfolio. But we'll get more into this when we get back from the break. This is The Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. And don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm, the only station you need. We've got uh, everything for you, 24-hour day programming and the, and the works. So check it out and download The Bubba Show and The Sporting Edge. And, of course, don't forget about our high school investing program. We're trying to help educate our youth by making them more financially literate and savvy. So if you'd like to help us out, go to um, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. And I thank all those who have helped us in the past as we go into our ninth year. And hopefully we can make it through it because old Bubba's running out of capital to give away for this. And I do it all as a charity, basically. So in the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. Top of Horwitz. We're going to step out here for a break and we'll be back with more of hedging and futures after the break. The Bubba Show, Top Bob Horwitz. We're coming right back to you. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long awaited Bubba Report. 
bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, as we share with you one of our webinars. Here we go. So diversification is a misnomer. It's a joke. Okay. Just like rebalancing. Now, I love when these guys come out and say, well, we got risk on, risk off, risk on, risk off. What, we don't care. Risk on, risk off means zero to me. It means nothing because I can stay in all the, I could be just an Amazon if I wanted forever. Okay. Because it doesn't matter because I, I can determine my exposure immediately. So I'm not looking, if I knew exactly when it was time to have risk on or risk off, then I would never make a bad trade, but that's not real life. This is a bunch of advisors talking about, well, this is what you want to do. This is the pundits on TV. That's a bunch of garbage. It does not work that way because if we knew when we had to get the risk off, then we would knew not to, we would know not to be in the market. Okay, we would know that we don't need to have a portfolio of bonds anymore unless we want them. Now, again, I'm not saying you should not have them, but you don't have to have them. Okay, everything depends on where you are in your life and where you want to head to. But you don't need to have those bonds for protection or gold for protection. Now, I have bonds in my portfolio and I have gold in my portfolio, but you don't have to have those things if you don't want to. This is purely by choice not by necessity, not to have that phony artificial protection that um, just trade SPY or SPX and hedge. You can, of course. Yeah, I'll answer all these later, but yes, you can do that. So the risk management component is you look at your risk, you identify it, you treat it, and you evaluate it. Okay, and that's what we're trying to do, and that's what we're going to show you here because we know that the market break support is just around the corner. And again, I'm not predicting it could be a year from now. I don't know when, when the markets are going to break. I know that I've been wrong for a while. But again, one thing I want to say to you is that my opinion does not affect my investment portfolio. That's the difference. That's why when you're hedged, you don't have to worry about your investment portfolio because you are hedged. You are put, you're putting yourself in that position to never have to sell a stock ever again. Okay. The only time I ever sell any stock today is if I have a stock that, that something fundamentally has changed like a GE. Okay. If I own GE, which I do, but if I, if I was worried about it, then something has fundamentally changed. I might want to replace that with something else. But I don't have to because it's hedged as part of my master portfolio. So it really doesn't matter to me one way or the other. The key here is not to panic. And the key, the second key is to learn how to compound your portfolio 
And as Albert Einstein says, compounding is the eighth wonder of the world. He who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. Right now, you've all heard. We've all heard stories of people that never really made a lot of money, but they kept putting money in the market, putting money in the market. And when they died, they had millions of dollars. Right? Again, it's pretty simple. Why? Because the market does go up about 8% year over year. But what we want to be prepared for is the tulip bubble, the South Sea bubble, the Dow bubble, the, the NASDAQ bubble, the housing bubble, any one of them. You know, the markets never announce themselves. They just show up. Okay? Nobody knew that the bottom was in in 09. Actually, I had a, a pretty good hunch that the bottom was in in 09 uh, because I could read that in, in what was going on. But but the point is nobody knows when the markets are going to collapse. You can have a general idea of when something is going to happen. But to try to time it down to an exact science, an exact time, no way you can ever know. Okay. In fact, in, in 1987, when I was trading on the floor, there was a, 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 a prognosticator, Dick West, who put out a newsletter and all the traders, we take them off the table and read it. And, 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 and starting in August of 87, <clears throat> he wrote on the bottom of his newsletter every day, those last three words, sell, sell, sell. Now, the markets didn't break until October, but he had the right idea. But the markets, again, don't announce themselves. So isn't it better to be prepared for what can happen than wait for it? The South Sea bubble, which is one of my favorites, because this is where Sir Isaac Newton, who was a very wealthy man at one time, was in the South Sea bubble, made a fortune, got out and got greedy and got back in and ended up dying a pauper. Now, the interesting thing about this, though, is the final debt payment was just made about two years ago from 1722. So it took 400 years to pay all the debt back from that bubble. We don't want to be in that position and we can avoid all of these. Why hedge? Portfolio managers, individual investors, and corporations use hedging techniques to reduce their exposure to various risks. Hedging against investment risks means to strategically using instruments in the markets to offset the risk of many adverse price movements. Uh, if you say, why hedge? Why get, why get health insurance? Why get life insurance? Why get car insurance? Because we want to be protected. Because we want to be protected from the unknown. Because we want to stay out of the, of the panic mode because we want to keep ourselves intact and continue to live the lifestyle that we live. Paulson speaks. This was in September of 2008, if you remember. Paulson appears on Face the Nation. Our banking system is safe and sound one. If the banking system wasn't safe and sound, everybody would know it or at least think it. There would be no need to say it. Well, I, we all know what happened, right? And, of course, Paulson speaking and, and no different than uh, Andrew Mellon in, uh, in, in 1929 and 1929 saying that everything was fine. Okay. We knew there was a problem. It's the same as a coach getting a pat on the shoulder and say, your job is safe. Okay. Because everybody wants to call this the new market, but the stock market can be fooled, but not forever. Okay. I think this is a house of cards at this moment, it, but it doesn't matter. I'm not getting out. I'm just protecting because this time is different. It just ends the same. Remember, the markets are never different. They've traded the same way. Every market in history, going back to the Stone Age, has traded the same way. There's always been panics. There's always been pukes. That's the way life goes. Okay. Now, we all have some many myths that we've heard about portfolio protection, covered calls. Covered calls is probably, in today's world, I won't say it was 40 years ago, but in today's world, it's probably the dumbest strategy you could possibly use. You, you are offered no protection but you give up the potential profit. Doesn't sound like a very good strategy to me. 
protective puts, you know, in 2014, all the experts kept saying, buy cheap puts. They're cheap. They're cheap. They're cheap. Buy them, buy them. Well, the market went up 21%. If you'd have kept buying cheap puts, and you'd have made 3%. So it doesn't sound very exciting to me either. Gold and other precious metals. Gold and other precious metals are no protection against the portfolio. They are just another commodity that I believe everybody's shown a little bit of it. Again, I, I own it, and I, I'm, I'm a buyer of gold all the time. But I like it because I want to buy it, not because I'm worried about my portfolio. I would never buy it against my portfolio. Pick tops and bottoms. I can tell you that doesn't work. I, I can show you seven figures where the loss is trying to pick tops and bottoms. Right. Hope and pray. That's what many do. And, of course, the final is always panic. Right. Just go. You can just go back to August 24th of, of, of 2015 or you can go back to the crash and you can go back to, you know, uh, when when it all started. I mean, you know, that's really what happens. Why do you need protection? You have to eliminate emotions again. Anytime it comes to money, it comes to emotion. Right. You have to avoid the fear and panic selling. You have to keep your long term portfolio intact. Well, at the same time, creating potential yield. Now, I've been hedging my mom. My mom is 90 years old now. I've been hedging her portfolio for 11 years since my father passed away. Okay. And her portfolio has only grown. The markets have grown, but her, her portfolio has outperformed the market, which you will see later why this also outperforms the market over time. You've got choices. You can, you can sell your portfolio in the cash market. You can ask your family or astrologer. You can do nothing and observe your portfolio eroding, or you can use index derivatives to hedge your portfolio. And that's what we go to is, is using the markets, using options. Hedging is a risk management strategy used in limiting and offsetting probability of loss from fluctuations in prices. So now I'm going to show you a basic formula, okay, to determine how many kinds you would need to hedge. Because what we really do, depending on your portfolio, and we'll get that, uh, I'll give you that formula when we come back from the break. But uh, again, I hope you're enjoying our presentation of, of, of hedging. And, and because again, it works. I can show you hundreds of testimonials, maybe thousands of people that have gone through the class and have done it and, and, and are never happier. And every time we have a big down day, they call me up and say, hey, thank you so much. I can't believe that I'm actually cheering for the market to go lower. So, again, it, it's a method that works. It's also copyrighted. You know, again, not that that means a lot, but it is. Uh, and it has a lot of uh, special things that we uh, we like to do. So, in the meantime, uh, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, we want to remind you to go to libertytalk.fm, the only station you need, and download the Bubba Show each and every day, as well as the Sporting Edge on the weekends. And don't forget about Crypto Investor X on Sundays. So if you check it out, make sure you download it. And, of course, uh, don't forget about Bubba's daily update, which is simply this. I do an update every day right after the markets close. Uh, I send out a video telling you what I saw, what I expect to happen, and what I'm looking for tomorrow. So basically, you're getting tomorrow's newspaper today. And, and uh, you can get that for free with no credit card, no charge. All I have to do is go to BubbaTrading.com. A little box will pop up and say, do you want the update? And you say yes. And then every day after the market closes, I send you a little bit of a video through an email with a couple of sentences of what I'm thinking. And you get to see it all, how it works out. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Top of Horror, which we're going to stop by here for a break. We'll be right back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Top of Horror, which we're coming right back to you. The Bubba Show. 
Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you, and let's get back to our webinar. Here we go. And this is what the things that you will learn, depending on your portfolio, but many of you have many, many holdings, you know, in the hundreds, some of you. Okay, I've gotten the hundreds of, of stocks, so I hedge my portfolio as I, cr I create an ETF out of my own portfolio by measuring the, the index that they belong to, and then I use the spiders, the Qs, the IWMs to hedge against my portfolio as one master. So if I had a $500,000 portfolio, okay, then that means that one contract, okay, is or 100 shares is worth $27,200. To, to, to hedge 500,000, I would need 18.38 contracts. We just usually round up to 20, give us a little extra overhead, especially where the markets are right now. Now to look at what the hedge would look like is simply this. Part one is you buy the September put ratio, one by two put spread. So you're going to sell one put and you're going to buy two, okay, for every 100 shares. Now, we use pretty much at the money. And before this morning sell-off, the at the money was 272 to 270. So we would sell 20 of the 272s and buy 40 of the 270s. That would give me a cost of $5.71 per 100 shares. So it's $571 per 100 shares. But to offset some of this cost and to start creating some potential yield, okay, what we do is we also now sell an iron condor because I don't do iron condors just to do iron condors. But in the, in the case of owning a portfolio, if I sell an iron condor, if the market goes straight up, my long equities offset what I might lose on the call spread side of the iron condor. If the market collapses, then my one by two ratio will cover the losses that I take on my put spread side of it. Because remember, when you're using a spread, okay, I can only lose X. So in this case, we have a $2 wide spread, all right, that we're collecting a $1.19 credit. So my risk is only 81 cents or $81 per contract. Well, if the market goes up, 10%, then that money certainly gets made right back up minus the 81 cents. If we go straight down, my losses are only 81 cents more. In the meantime, I'm collecting capital and cash so that I can go back in and buy the stock because what we're really trying to do is continue to control our basis of what we own our portfolio with. So this hedge would cost me a total of $450 for every $27,200, $27,200, okay? which equates out to uh, less than 3%, okay? Now, here's what it looks like. It's 500,000 hedged, it cost me $11,420, which is just about 2, 2.3%, okay? I'm gonna collect $2,200 in weekly premium, okay? If I collect, and I won't collect it all, but I will collect a lot of it. I've got 122 days to go to expiration in this case, so I've got about 18 weeks to collect. So I have an opportunity to collect against my portfolio that I own. And the only edge I'm giving up is I may make a little bit less if the markets go straight up. Okay. Remember, I only, I may make a little bit less if the markets go straight up, but I've got 18 weeks to have a chance to collect $2,200 per week. All right. So you figure you can do the math there and figure out how many times you have to do it, but that enhances your yield. And what we tell everybody is that there's going to be certain times when your portfolio may go up, let's say a dollar, but you'll only make 60 or 65% cents of that dollar.
But there's times that that, mar- that stock will go up a dollar and you might make two dollars. So, again, it varies. And I cannot give you an ever ever give you an exact answer because it really there's a lot of factors. But what I can tell you is that if the markets are going up and you're hedged, you're making money. OK, because this is all becomes one big position. Right now, we'd be using September's because it's June is too close. So in this case, my absolute protection kicks in. 272 is what I'm, I'm hedging at. I'm selling. Right? So I'm, I'm actually hedged at 270. I have to subtract the amount of the, of the cost of the hedge. It's 452. So my real protection kicks in at 265.48, which is about 2.5%. So that is basically my exposure now on the market is about 2.5%. Now, again, you can tell me if, if, if you're not comfortable with 2.5%, then this is probably not for you. But I know many of you lost 50%. So, again, and the other part of this is when we do go down, we want to buy more. We buy the bottoms. We don't know that they're the bottoms, but we get certain points where we roll down our hedges, take the cash out of the market, and put it right back in the stock market. Okay? So we're always accumulating more shares. There's one guy, he's on the call today, that originally started out with 1,000 shares of Facebook at 100. Okay? He's now got 1,145 shares of Facebook at 185. You can do the math on that. And we like to talk about the effectiveness of hedging. Now, this is a little bit old. The numbers are a little bit old. They're much bigger now, but it doesn't matter. It's, this is a, a principle, not whether they made an, I made money or not. On September 3rd, 2010, we created a portfolio of 38 various stocks. And these none of these are high flyers. None of these were Amazon or these big monster stocks. These were all basic stocks that all of you might have in your portfolio. We chose to make them each worth about 26000 which was a, it was a million-dollar portfolio. That portfolio was worth, without hedging it, was worth 2.4 million when it was done, 2.5 million. Okay. However, had you hedged it, that portfolio was worth to almost 2.9 million. Okay. And now it's actually worth more with some of the changes that we've actually made in our in our own program. But our increase is much greater because we own much more stock today because every time the markets dipped, we were able to go ahead and buy based on the formulas that we use. I'll answer all the questions, I promise. I don't want to get in the middle. I'm going to answer them all when I'm done, okay? I promise. So the question is, is why worry? All right, why worry whether you should buy, sell, or hold? I'm going to give you, I'm going to teach you an exact formula, okay, to always buy and always roll and always be in the market and never have to sell a stock ever again. Now, again, I, 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 that's pretty exciting to me. I love that because in 2008, believe it or not, my wife came into my office, okay, with, you know, I never open my statements. I always know what's about in there, but I never open them. My wife comes in crying, bawling like a baby. Look what happened. We lost all, I said, leave me alone. I have no time for this. I said, we're hedged. Don't worry about it. Okay. And then she realized. So, again, we don't, I don't have to worry about that. I don't worry about market. I, in fact, I, I guarantee you, that you will be happy when markets sell off. And we'll be back tomorrow with more of our webinar here. As you can see, left you with a hip clanger or a cliffhanger. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is obviously, it's certainly one of the things we like the most, which is everything that is done mathematically and to make sure that we put you in the, in the, in the best possible position at all times. So, that's something that this is all about, and I want to make sure that you get 
the best understanding. So we will continue it again tomorrow. But remember the things that I talked about today, which is, uh, you know, what are what do analysts and everything have in their mind? And it's typically not the best interest of your yourself. Remember that nobody cares more about your money than you do. And, and I think these are things that are extremely important that I think you need to uh, understand and be prepared for. In the meantime, this is the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. It's Thursday, uh, August the 9th. And, of course, we got the PGA going on. And uh, remember to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. Uh, certainly you can get the Bubba show and the sporting edge there. And of course, don't forget about our high school investing program. If you'd like to help us educate the youth of America, a program that I started nine years ago and have done nothing but pour my own money into it. I'm now looking for help. And thank you for those who have helped me in the past. If you'd like to help us out, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba trading. That's Patreon.com forward slash Bubba trading. You can help us out in the meantime. That'll do it for today's show. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll see you back here tomorrow, August the 10th already. My God, summer slam by. Have a great day. Thank you so much. This is the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. We'll see you back here tomorrow. The Bubba Show. Revolutionary talk for revolutionary times. Liberty Talk FM.